Good Wednesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Breathing. I'm Brooks Brewer. Glad to have you with us for the program. It's where we talk about what's happening in the world of current events and news. And, well, we just talk about whatever we want to talk about today. That's what we do every day. Actually, not every day. Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. How the heck are you this morning? You guys come on in. Find you a seat. Thank you very much. I guess you already found one. Hey, you want to get involved? Bye, guys. Do it. Give us a text on the Windy Chevy text line or call us on the brew lines. It's the same number. Text or call. The number does it all. And that number is 918-756-3646. Again, 918-756-3646. Boom, boom. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's middle of the weekday. How the heck are you? I hope you're doing fantastically. And I appreciate you a lot for tuning in. You didn't have to, but my gosh, here you are. Both of you. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, you can listen online. You can listen on our website, listen to thebrew.com. You can listen on your phone app, which is called The Brew in the app stores. You can listen on the old radio, Mike, at home area, you know, 106.3 FM, 1240 AM and all that. And then you can also get check it out on the podcast world. It's, it's recorded and podcast out there to the universe. And it's called Brewer's Briefing. Anyway, all right, so that's all that. That's all that. Let's take a look at the local weather forecast, see what we have. We have a gorgeous morning out there today. 63 degrees, currently fair skies. Nice, nice to be having your coffee on the porch this morning. Sunny today at 87 is the forecast. Winds calm, beautiful. 65 overnight with clear skies. And tomorrow it's summertime again. 94, going to feel like 100. That's nothing. Friday, 96. Not sure on the heat index yet. Saturday, 99. <laughs> These are actual temperatures. Sunday, hot, 100 degrees. <sighs> Monday, 99, and Tuesday, 98. I'm I'm done with all that. I'm loving what we got going on right now. I'm, I'm, anyway, I have no choice. I was not brought in on the discussion on what we should do with the weather, you know, for the next couple of weeks. It is still August, and we still live in Oklahoma, so... It's going to be uh, going to be hot again. What are you going to do? You're going to just deal with it. In the pan, we got 60s all over the entire state. It's all just kind of one color, except for Hollis. There's 70. That's the stomping grounds for a what's his name. You know, down there, Mr. Powell at the bank. Uh, he's from Hollis. Anyway, Tipton 71. That's the that's the hottest spot down in the southwest. And then everybody else was in the 60s. I said, can I eat 50s out there? No. That's what we have. So again, get involved in the in the program by giving us a text. Got a couple. What do we got? Fayroy is in on the Wendy Chevy text line this morning. Good morning, partner. Welcome to the program. And let's see, we got Tony in there this morning. Good morning, Brewer. Good morning, Tony. And we got Pam as well. So we got we got most of the group. We got anybody else over here? Let me see. I'm checking. Um, hey. I wanted to tell you, so Wendy Chevy, I talked to the owner yesterday, Tony Booth, has got a new deal going on, and I need your help with this, okay? You can, you can help me, and you can help yourself. Starting now, and so what have we got? 16th, this is 16th of August through the, to the end of the month. They're doing a free inspection on your car. Like it's, he calls it a winter inspection. They're going to inspect all your fluids, your tires, your windshield wipers. I mean, they're going to inspect your car to make sure that you are ready for winter it's winter will come my orchid is dying because the oil it's not dying just the leaves are falling off the buds the beautiful flowers it's telling me that it's the it's it's coming and so they've got this inspection it's valued at 125 bucks to to do this full winter inspection on your car however there's a caveat you got to tell them you heard it on the radio okay it's, yeah it's one of those deals so if you go out there to windy chevy here on the north side of oak mulgee at highway 75 Say, hey, inspect my car. I want that free inspection. I heard it on the radio. I heard Brooks talking about it. I heard it on the brew, something like that. You get it for free. It's, it's worth 125 bucks, but it's a limited time. You got a couple of weeks, okay? And so I need you to do that for you, and then you can tell them you heard it on the radio, which helps me, and then it helps Tony. It's a win, win, win for everybody, okay? And the red tag sale is, is, a sale is still going on as well. They got some deals. I got a bunch of inventory out there. It's looking good. And I got a general good morning also from another texture here, an anonymous texture. I don't know who this is, but hey, good morning to you. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you a lot. I'm out of breath now. Hey, let's just see what's happening in the world of news. Let's see. Oh, by the way, don't let me forget, we've got Congressman Brookeen this morning, okay? He's calling in at 840. So you got to stay tuned, at least for that. That'll be the good part of the show. And we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I don't even remember what, what we got on the schedule to talk about, but it's, you know, stuff, border, fentanyl. I, I don't know what all it is. It's, I'll have to go back and look at my notes. But we, he's coming in here at 840 today. And we're working with Lankford. Senator, I should say, I should just call him. Senator Lankford's going to be coming in soon as well. Not, uh, I think it's next week. Anyway, good morning, my friend David. There's mom. Good morning, mom. Good morning, Paul. Welcome back, man. Good to, good to see you, bro. Welcome to the show. So anyway, appreciate everybody. Y'all are awesome like that. See what's happening in the world of news. AI can steal your password by listening to you type. I don't know how that's possible. But I don't know very much. A recently discovered AI-driven attack has demonstrated the ability to illicitly capture passwords with a remarkable accuracy rate of up to 95% by eavesdropping on the auditory signals of keyboard typing. That is just crazy. Researchers from Cornell undertook this study where AI model was trained using audio recordings of individuals engaged in typing. The AI algorithm acquired the capability to distinguish the unique auditory patterns associated with a keystroke. That is insane. To assess its efficacy, the researchers conducted experiments using a nearby phone, mobile phone's built-in microphone to capture the keystrokes emanating from the MacBook Pro, which I have right there. As the microphone detected the audio signals of keystrokes, the AI model successfully discerned the specific key being pressed. With a remarkable, that is just absolutely, I mean, these keys, are, they're not like a phone, you know, like when you're doing the phone, they make the different tones. It's not what's happening here. I mean, it's, 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 it's this keyboard, they're all the same. How does this thing know? That is kind of scary. I mean, think about that. <laughs> that is the weirdest stuff. I'm telling you, this AI thing is Boy, it's good and bad, you know. It's got the good out there that it's doing some good somewhere. And it's got all this creepy stuff. Let's see what else this thing says. Hmm. For example, the AI can tell you that you tend to press a key a fraction of a second later than others based on your typing style. I mean, I can get that, right? When you're reaching for a you know, the T or you're up, you know, or up in the numbers. Oh, you get, you get slower when you go up to the numbers, right? Or you do a, a shift and then you hit and it, it detects all smart, man. Anyway, kind of, I don't know what, what's that going to happen. You're sitting in an airport. Somebody next to you's got their phone out recording your keystrokes, putting it into the OAI machine. And then they're, they're capturing your password. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm telling you, we are living in some weird times, man. It, it, it's just this technology and, and where we're going, you know, it's, it's going to get, it's going to get weird real fast. It, it already is, but it's going to get even is weirder a word, Tony, or do we have to say more weird? Anyway, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm preferring to an ex NBA star jokes about identifying as a female dominating the WNBA Ennis Cantor freedom who's been absent from the NBA since the 2022-21-22 season, has persistently asserted that he is facing exclusion from the league due to the outspokenness on geopolitical matters, particularly China's treatment of the Uyghur Muslims. He's an outspoken guy, and he's being uh, ostracized. On Friday, Freedom put forth a proposal while he addressing the inclusion of transgender athletes in women's sports. He posed the question, given that I am effectively excluded from the NBA, should I adopt a female identity, wear a wig, and participate in the WNBA to achieve dominance? Hell yes! You should do that. Cantor, come on, Enos. Absolutely, you should do that. I mean, why would you not? You know what I'm saying right now? I mean, you, you achieve dominance. You, 
You be hanging out with all the ladies over there. I mean, what's the, what's the hold up? Freedom further inquired, would this action spark the same level of outcry? Is it equitable to the dedicated women who have devoted their lives to pursuing their aspirations? None of that matters, man. It's all about the narrative. Okay. You should do it. You should do it. I don't think he'll do it. I, I didn't know he's been ostracized from NBA. What's this for his uh, geopolitical stance on China? Did they kick him out? See, I don't keep up with all the sports. I, I got, I got things to do that I deem more important than sitting around watching sports all the time. Good on you. If that's what you do and you can do that. I'm, I'm too busy weed eating and mowing and fixing sprinkler heads and moving and organizing garages. Anyway, what else is happening in the world of news? Joe Biden, the president up there, he's not happy with his uh, anti-race admissions, you know, where the colleges have to allow people in just based on merit instead of their skin's color, you know, that, that Supreme Court ruling. Uh, his, his administration is offering some guidance how to consider race in uh, college admissions despite the Supreme Court ruling. Okay, he's trying to help help these colleges get around the ruling and consider race. Uh, just, you know, that's, let's do that. Okay. The U S department of education urged colleges and universities to continue pursuing racial diversity on campus, despite a recent Supreme court decision, deeming the previous affirmative action admissions framework illegal. <laughs> See, now this is, we talk about this stuff. It's just like you would, you would think, Supreme Court decision. Highest court in the land has decided something is illegal. You can't can't let people in or out, keep them out based on the color of their skin. It's illegal. And the Biden administration, ah, go around it, do it anyway. Here's some guidelines how to get around it. This is real stuff. It's like literally they're giving you some guidelines so that you can continue to do the race thing. It's unreal. I mean, it, it, it's these people call themselves progressive. You see how regressive this is going back to the days of, well, eh, skin color disqualifies you for X, Y, or Z. I don't care what, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's just wrong. I mean, racism is wrong based on anything on the color of somebody's skin. In my view, it's, of course it's wrong. So how do we make it better by doing it more? It's regressive. But the progressives keep going. Anyway, that's that's happening out there. It's wild. What else? Oh, well, Joe's going to help the people in Maui. I've been reading some more stories about seeing some videos of this Maui fire. You guys watching this deal? It's kind of weird out there. Um. By the way, Tony says the uh, passwords are moving to retinal scans of your eyeball. Well, they're already, well, they're, they're doing the facial scans. I mean, my phone, you know, I can look at the phone and it lets me in <clears throat> most of the time, unless I have my sunglasses on, then it won't do it. Sometimes my cigar gets in the way and it doesn't know what to do with that. But most of the time, yeah, you're probably right. So we don't have to type the passwords in. We'll just get, scan the eyeball and then we'll get in there anyway. So, uh, what were we even talking about? I don't even remember now. Got to stay on track. What was, oh, the, the fires in Maui. Have you seen the videos and photos of this deal? There are cars in these streets. There was somebody walking down the street. And I'm telling you, man, they are incinerated. I mean, they're just melted to mush. And the trees right next to them are still standing and seem to be okay. It's like something's weird about this deal. And I don't know. You need to look at it and see what you think about this deal. And there, I read another deal today about where Maui was going to become the first smart island in the world to where everything was run by AI and clean energy and all this crap, 15 minute cities and all this kind of stuff. And, and supposedly there's all these, uh, native landowners there on Maui that the old money and they're holding on to land. That's extremely valuable. And 
Mm, I don't know. There's there's lots of theories floating around about this. But Joe is here to the rescue. He's helping the people of Maui, the fire victims. He's giving them $700 each for hotels, food, and water. So no worries. They're going to build back better. Got $700 start right here coming from FEMA. Pressed by ABC News Chief White House Correspondent Mary Bruce on whether the government has been able to meet all aid requests from the state. Chris Wells said she believed they have had enough resources and staff on the ground. At this point, I have no awareness of anything that we have not been able to meet. We'll continue to build up our presence here on the island to support this. From what I understand, too, local resources are not allowed in. It's only FEMA and the Red Cross supplies that they're allowed. They're, they're blocking everybody else. Can't get in, can't get out. And uh, it's going to be a long-term recovery operation. We have resources, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, long-term. You ought to see this place. I mean, it looks literally like a bomb went off. It's just, I mean, it's just gone. Like, I've never seen anything like it. I don't, I don't know. Do y'all have an opinion about this? Do you, have, do, you think, do you think this is from the, it's called a direct energy weapon? I think it's called DEW, D-E-W. Direct energy weapon or direct environmental weapon? D-E-W weapon. Let's see what this is called. I saw it this morning for the first time. What is a DEW weapon? It is directed energy weapons. Type of electromagnetic or particle technology which uses energy as opposed to a physical projectile to strike a target. So this is out there. And uh, some are claiming this is what happened. Uh, here's a story from the BBC. Let's see what the headline says. Hawaii wildfires, directed energy weapon and other false claims go viral. Okay. So they're out there false, you know, fact checking this for us, make sure that, you know, no conspiracies are going to bypass us. We're not going to get them out. Anyway, there's a, there's all kinds of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious if you have an opinion about this, if you think it's just the old fire just kind of swept through and hurricane winds and or do you think the uh, there's there's more to it? What do you what do you, what say you people right here? Let's see. Marshila's weighing in here uh, regarding the Maui cars. Could they have melted because they exploded due to gas in their tanks? <clears throat> yeah, <sighs> maybe, maybe, possibly, maybe. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, I don't know. Does fire normally travel down the middle of a street? I mean, a four lane, you know, deal. It's pretty wide. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, how does a fire, let's just say you got this fire going through town. You know, in town, there's not that many trees. I mean, there's, I guess, buildings and whatnot. And then, but if, if a fire is in the winds blowing, and it's coming down the street and it's, how's it going to jump into that car and just catch every single car on fire? And just melt it to the ground. I mean, I don't know. seems kind of, that may be, maybe a couple of cars might, you know, that's close to a tree and the fires, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What does it take to ignite a car with the windows up? And it takes some pretty good doing, I'd say, to, to get a car on fire, unless it's going to burn up from the inside. You know, something comes wrong with the engine, but I mean, just all sitting out there, I think it'd be tough to do. I mean, if you went, Trying to light a car on fire, I, I, I might take you a little bit. Yeah, I'm not suggesting anybody try that. Okay, but all right. So anyway, there's there's one voice. Thanks, Marshita, for weighing in on that. And good morning to you. I don't know, man. It's just uh, it, and you have to know. We we find this out all the time. The conspiracies <laughs> they end up being true, don't they? After about six months goes by, or a year. Or two. It's like all the stuff with the COVID deal. Well, that's horse medicine by God. <laughs> and then it ends up all being true. You know what I mean? So I tell you what, I'm, you know, you got to be skeptical. You got to at least look at things and go with, yeah, let me, let me, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Got to look at it. You got to be a little bit skeptical. You cannot just believe what they're telling you. I mean, we got to know that by now, right? Shoot, dog, when it comes to fact check, wrong, and they haven't even got the facts yet. 
We're still gathering facts. Yeah, you know, but they've already decided, just like the the Trump indictment. Hell, it came out before they, the jury even made a decision. It was already on the internet. Here it is. And did you see? <laughs> There's a, where is it? I think I got it saved for you. Right here it is. Speaking of all this kind of stuff, there's a book that's come out on the uh, Amazon area, Fire and Fury is the name of the book. There's a picture of fire coming from the sky. The story of the 2023 Maui fire and its implications for climate change. All right, there's, there's the book. It's literally on Amazon. The book publication date was August 10th of this year. The book chronicles the events of August 8th through the 11th. When a massive fire swept across the island of Maui, fueled by drought, heat, and hurricane winds. And, of course, this is all about climate change. And so people are kind of wondering, like, well, how did this book come out on August 10th about the fire that was from the 8th to the 11th? I mean, you know what I'm saying right now? Anyway, there's some thoughts about that. We'll talk about that one moment. Let's get favorable on the line. Good morning, partner. Hey, what's hey. going on? Well, I'm just working, talking, and visiting with my friends. What are you doing? Well, I'm going to get you off track. I'm bothering me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my buddies asked me, yeah, I got lenses put in my They're working real good. But he saw some flashing in my eye. Well, he says, wonder if you've got a computer chip in there short now. <laughs> Do you, you understand where I'm coming from? Okay, you, you, yeah, you're cutting out a little bit. So let me see if I got this so far. You're seeing real good with your eyeballs, but one of your friends said they saw some flashing in your eyeballs, and they wonder if there's a computer chip in there. Is that are we are we hearing you right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, they can't do that without telling you about it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's rule number one in eye surgery. They have to tell you if they're going to be implanting any uh, you know devices in your eyeballs. They have to inform you that. Yeah, and you probably, of course, you you know, did you read the fine print? I'm sure you signed some papers. Did you read it all? Well, you couldn't see. How does that work? You go in to get eye surgery, see. you can't see to read the fine print, so you just sign yeah. it. Hell well, you- my boy, my boy read a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. Okay. Hell, you might have some chips. You might have bionic eyeballs and seeing stuff. I mean, I don't know. Flashes in your eyes, really. Yeah, let me put something. What if there's chips in my eye? You can, uh, like, you could, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, it's like it would be in the forehead. How would I get them out? Could I take them things out? You'd have to just gouge your eyeballs out, I think, probably. I mean, you know, you could maybe talk to your one of your buddies and get a scalpel and see if they can kind of just, you know, extricate that from the eyeball. I don't know. So might hurt. Might, might lose your sight. Huh? It say somewhere in the Bible that if your eyeballs offend you, pluck them out. Yes, Jesus himself said that. Yeah, if your eyes cause you to sin, then just pluck it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Better to end the kingdom handicapped than not enter at all. Now, he wasn't literally talking about literalism. I mean, we'd all been running around with no eyes and no hands. You know what I'm saying right now? So it was not a literal go do this, but it was a strong message. But that's a little beside the point, I think, uh, as far as the eyeball thing. Do, Do you... Do you believe you've got things in your eyeballs? Well, I never thought about it till this boy asked me about it. He says, he sees something in my eyes flashing, you know what? And I thought, well, hell, maybe it's just a reflection off that fresh lens in there. I don't know. Well, that's a, that's a new one right there. I tell you right now, I haven't heard anything like that in my life. That's a new one on me. I don't. I never heard about the flashing eyeballs and stuff. Is it is it out of uh, line to, to talk about something like? Oh no, Favreau. We talk about all of it here on the program. I mean, this is this is wide open. I've been thinking. I've been studying about it. It's worrying me. Oh, you, well, you've been studying. Have you seen anything? You found anything about it? 
No, I mean studying by thinking about it. Oh, okay. I, I, I got you. Okay. I don't know where. Yeah. I don't know. Let me let well, me look I'm it up. Let, oh, yeah, no, it's it's good. This is a great conversation. This is what we do this show for is to find out things like this. We'll get our team of experts out well, there on the broadcast and see if they can help us figure that out. Well, how about you, your smart buddy? Wonder if he'd yeah. yeah I'll, I will check. I'll see. I'm going to do a little research. All right. Well, let me let you go. Home in the right direction. <laughs> All right, Fairroy. Hey, we can always count on you, buddy. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. I mean, that's quality programming right there, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, Okay. All right. So, well, anybody out there have an opinion about that deal right there? Huh? (laughs) I mean, boy, I don't know. Maybe Marcella wants to know what maybe one of your buddies is kind of messing with you a little bit, Fayroy, kind of just teasing you a little. Fayroy, I'm seeing something in your eyeball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, uh, this is why we all tune in to the program, is it not? It's fantastic. Got to take a break, though. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got a call from old Barb here. Let's, call, let's talk to Barb. We haven't talked to Barb in a while. Good morning, Barb. How are you? Well, having breakfast. Well, I'm glad you're having breakfast. Man, I hadn't talked to you in so long. It's good to hear your voice today. Well, I've been listening to you every day. Well, thank every you. Every day. Thank you. Get up, turn you on, and listen to all the stuff going on. Well, but so I've got one. Go ahead. Better than Oh, okay. Do tell. I had, I had that surgery done. Here it's been uh, a few years back, and uh, they put the lenses. You, they always do, you know, put the lenses in after they take your cataracts off. And, of course, years ago, see, they didn't do that. But anyhow, they wound up a little later after I'd gone in for my first visit. They blew holes in mine this like a triangle and with a laser and I told him when I did that I says well my right eye was still pretty good but I had astigmatism in the one other eye and I says well I hunt a lot and everything fish and so on and so forth you know and I wanted to be able to at least see a deer a quarter mile away and, uh, well, I thought, well, that would be from the house. I could see down to the pond, you know, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know since uh, this time has gone by and what have you, that when I had this COVID in February and then I had the pneumonia and then I had the bit with the oxygen bit and then a fellow with the oxygen thing and broke my leg. I'll tell you what, my eyesight has gone Your eyesight's gone worse? It has gone worse. So I don't know whether it's a sign of the COVID or just what, but I'm fixing to go up says I think my appointment's in a couple of weeks, but you tell Fayroy. Uh, the lenses, when they put them in there, they test your eyes and they have these things all ready to slip in there, and they are stitched in now. Is from my understanding was to where they supposedly you couldn't knock them out, you know. But they do tell you, said, don't be rubbing your eyes. And that seemed like all I did was rub my eyes. Mm. So, and there is some drops that you put in your eyes, like for dry eye. Yeah, yeah. I guess that ears working, and uh, so you have to watch this because my daughter had some that was making her blind, and they've got kind of drops, and you have to be more or less find one that you're not allergic to, you know. 
that there's so many things that goes on after that. So if anybody has good eyesight, I'd say keep it as long as you can. I think it's the craziest because thing to think that they're stitching those lenses to your eyeball. That is just wild to think about for me. That's just crazy, isn't it? Well, what do you think about then? I'm I'm headed now probably to get some shots in your eyes, and I understand a shot of vitamin C in there to help you, but I take the Preservision every day, and he might want to start taking that vitamin every day. That well... Is. Look, be sure you ask them when you go there about the chips that they might be wanting to implant in there. Be sure you read all the fine print, okay? Ask them to make sure they don't put any flashing chips in there that you don't know about. Oh, I think probably it's just the light. <laughs> just check it. Just be sure. Be sure. Well, anyway, I say that because I just had to get my two cents. Morning. Well, I'm so glad you did, and I'm, I'm glad you called. It's been a minute, and I'm, you got to call us once in a while now. Well, I sit here. I, I listen to everybody else, and I might get in, Well, it's too late. <laughs> well, it's good to hear you this morning. I'm glad you're doing all right. You take care of yourself. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, Barb. Oh, my gosh, this old gal, she's about 90. COVID, pneumonia, broke her leg. Eye surgery. Shoot, boy. They don't that's tough old hide right there. I'm telling you. Right now. Hey, it's eight thirty five. We gotta pay some bills. Coming right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know if we're broadcasting on the air or not. I've lost connection with the mothership. <laughs> oh, Boy, howdy, it gets fun sometimes. Uh, literally, I've lost connection with the mother shippage. Uh, I hope that we are broadcasting. Let me see. Looks like we may be still connected there, but I can't see anything. Are we? Anybody know that we're? If we're on, hello, test one, two. All right, we've reconnected with the mother ship. Oh my gosh, it's not a good feeling when you're out in space. And then you lose connection with the mothership. Okay, we're back on, she says. Thank you, D. You know, you're just like, hey, there goes the mothership, and I've lost, I can't touch, and I'm floating in space. Anyway, it's a feeling that you get when you're doing a broadcast and then you lose connection. But anyway, I got it back. Hey, I just got a text from Congressman Burkine. He's doing a couple of minutes behind. So we'll, uh, we'll have him in a couple of minutes here. Stay tuned for that. Ah, reconnected. Whew. Got nervous right there. All right. We're on. Thank you, Texture. Appreciate that. Thank you, Marshila. Thanks, everybody. Wow. Well, that was a side uh, step, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Good to hear from you people, though. I'll tell you what. It's always interesting what you guys are going through out there. All right. So where were we? We were talking about Biden's helping the people from Hawaii. I got them 700 bucks going right there. Trump is touting a major event on Monday. There will be complete exoneration. Have you heard this? A large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday. All right, here's the congressman calling in right here. Let's go to the phone line. Say good morning, Congressman Burkeen. How are you, sir? Hello, Congressman. Are you there? Brooks, hey, okay. I got you. Cutting in and out a little bit. Are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me now? I got you, man. Hey, welcome to the pro. You're right on time. I thought you were going to be late. Well, um, well, we're on time. You're on time. Where are you calling from? You you in the big city of D.C. at home? Yeah, or? we're all. We're headed to McAllister to the Army Ammunition Plant. Uh, we, you know. Between Mogi and McAllister right now. Okay. Well, cool. And uh, home country. Well, that's great. Well, tell me what is going on with you. I know you're you're busy guy, obviously, but what's the what's the hottest latest? Well, we're we're uh, continuing town halls, live live interaction with constituents of the second congressional district, and we'll be at number sixty. We'll have done sixty of these town halls by the time we get to the end of this week. 
man. That's going back to January. And so, you know, we've been in, in, in your uh, listenership. Um, you know, many of, the, of those have been in your area. In fact, we're actually going to be in uh, Henrietta today speaking at a joint meeting between the chamber and, and the Rotary. And then we'll be in Beggs Friday morning at the First Baptist Church at 8 o'clock in Beggs. So for wow. anybody that's in, in those proximities, we'd love to see them and hear, learn from them. Uh, that's, how, that's how your elected representative uh, has, has insight is from we the people. So that's and that's that's so true, and I'm so glad you're meeting with with your constituents. That's that's grassroots stuff right there. What is the is there a theme? Like what are the major topics that you're hearing? It's got to be I would assume this that many town halls. You start getting a pattern. Like here's the most important things yeah. to the people in our area. So so what is it? Yeah, look, the people are rightly concerned about this crazy border situation. You know, we've imported because of this administration twice the population of Oklahoma in two years illegally to come into this country. Twice the full population of Oklahoma are now in this country over what they were prior. Illegal immigration. This administration has just flung the door open and said, borders don't matter. Come on. And so I'm on the Homeland Security Committee. Uh, you know, I think people that, that watch us on, on Facebook, on, on Congressman Josh Burkeen. Uh, and then, you know, our other social media or just what they see with our newsletters, you know, every week or two weeks, I'm on that committee interviewing one more person asking questions about uh, what are we doing? The, the administration and the experts, they're all saying to us, this is just idiocy that's occurring uh, on the southern border. We've got 100, 100 people on the terrorist watch list a year that are coming in. And this isn't just Mexico. Oh, it's all over the world. Yeah, different countries. Yeah, exactly. Fourteen thousand Chinese nationals have come across that border. Let me ask you this: So you said you're on the Homeland Security Commission. Why can we not impeach this Mayorkas clown? But yeah, I'm already there. He's violated the Constitution, Article 4, Section 4. It says plainly that we guarantee to every state a Republican form of government and to protect those states against an invasion. So where are we? we? Get invasion. rid of this guy. I see there's pushback from the GOP that doesn't want to do it. Well, I'm not one of them uh, in terms of I'm one of those that's already said my orchestra needs to be impeached. Not only has he violated the Constitution, he has violated uh, eight different federal statutes, part of his oath. It's inclusive of securing that border. He's granting mass parole, and that is by federal statute mm. supposed to be on a case-by-case basis to somebody who's coming in for an emergency surgery. So, yes, you're right. You've got some um, that are part of the uniparty that don't want to do this, but uh, there are many of us that saying, come on. We've got to use the power that is granted to Congress under Article One, power of the perks. Okay, and, okay, and, okay. Let's and, uh, and hang the power on. That, so. that's, so, so we're here. So we got a bunch of people like you, thank God, that want to do something, want to do something to get rid of this guy who's ahead of this deal. It's a disaster. We all know that. All right. So we, we can see it. It's there. I still want to know what is our party doing? Congressman, I mean, we, we're losing people from our party because they're frustrated with our team for not doing yeah. anything. And, and I, I want to know yeah. what is going on on the inside. I mean, you're there. You're you're on the committee. You right. have to know what what's what's the reason we're not getting things done that people in this party want done. In regard so, to the border, for let example. Let me say this. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've gone twice in the last several months, and and we passed a bill. I was a part of the committee that helped put forward a bill. Jim Jordan on the judiciary side. Mark Green, the chairman of our committee. We put together this package bill uh, that uh, that passed the Congress. Always goes nowhere in the Senate. It's the most conservative bill that uh, has been passed in ever. Many say it, it, it increases the border security. It's, it returns us to migrant protection protocols. Remain in Mexico. It, physical barriers. All the things that people have about that we know under the Trump administration were working. That produced a 45-year low of illegal immigration. And now we have historic records, totally because of different policies. Okay, so, so, so it. you so it passed the, the House, the House it went to the Senate, dancing. and they stopped it in the Senate because we don't have control of the Senate, and then that's the end of that. So we're screwed until that's we get more people either in the Senate or we get the executive branch. We've, we've got to get uh, the Senate controlled by Republicans. We've got to get the, the, the House, uh, you know, it's already passed measures on this front. We've got to get a, a, a person in the White House um, and, and I've come out publicly who I support. Trump's policies were powerful. And he's sending a signal across the country 
of what was going to happen at that southern border while we had a 45-year uh, historic low. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you this. Well, since we're back on this, this deal. So is is it are we going to impeach Mayorkas? Would it even do any good if we did? Would we just get another clown in there? I mean, is that just Well, look, we so keep in mind impeachment proceedings have to bring upon according to the constitution a conviction. So the House impeaches. I'm hopeful I'm hopeful the House representatives by in control of Republicans will have occur that that will occur. But then the conviction in accordance with the constitution has to occur in the Senate. So I don't want to overpromise people what's going to happen. Right. The House can impeach, but is the Senate likely to convict him, which would be the oust of him? No, probably not going to happen because the Democrats control the Senate. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty obvious how that's going to go down. So you just mentioned Trump, and I, su- I suppose you, you, you've got that in you endorsing Trump. What What's your take on all these indictments? Now, and I just read he's got some major announcement he's going to be bringing out Monday that's going to completely exonerate him, he says. Uh, we're on you. you I'm, what do you think about all this stuff with Trump? I think all this this going after him is a. It, it's just people trying to make a name for himself. They're using ridiculous uh, measures. You know, they're using RICO. This this latest DA is saying RICO racketeering. That, that this this type of charge is something that is 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 sure type charges. That's what the derivative of RICO. It, it was for going after the mob, and you got a, a former president of the United States that is. Claiming, and I would contend rightfully so, that the uh, that there was election fraud, and it was a violation of the Constitution when Pennsylvania overturned the judiciary, overturned the true wording of the Constitution that says that the state legislature determines the time, time, place, and manner of how elections occur, and the judiciary in Pennsylvania said, no, we're not going to abide by that. That's a violation of the Constitution. I would have been had I been in Congress at the time contesting the, the, the calculation of that vote because you have Arizona, you have Pennsylvania um, that were in violation of the Constitution. The Constitution was plain. The state legislature, not the judiciary, is to determine the time, place, and manner. Not extending the time past, you know, weeks past when an election should be concluded and say, no, just continue to send in those ballots. We'll yeah, count them. Yeah, yeah. It's a and that's so what it's, I'm, a, it's a clown show. Yes, it is a clown and, and, show, and, and, and the and whole Brooks, damn election's been a, obvious that there's fraudulent measures, and, and I think significant numbers, not just you know a couple here and a couple there, you know. So what? So do you think he's going to survive? Look, let me it? say I mean, this too. Do go you, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, look at the polling numbers continue to increase because people across the country <laughs> they know the difference. Yeah. They know the difference between something that is baseless versus something that's happening. You know, this is in tandem with Deer Hunter Biden is being exposed. The Biden family is being exposed by Jamie Comer and the Oversight Committee, and we've got admission from Devin Archer, who's a former uh, business partner partner of Hunter Biden, saying that absolutely Biden was on twenty different conversations, twenty different calls with Biden's business partners. Brooks, I've only been a member of Congress for eight months. I know how busy my life has become. Can you imagine a guy who's vice president of the United States who's got time to take business-related calls for his son? And we don't think it's re- there's a bribery element to this. Yeah. And $17 million has flown into nine different Biden family members. Where are the bank records? You got David Weiss, who's been ported in the special counsel. Is there going to be anything happen? Is there going to be anything happen to the Biden family over this? Well, I hope so. In my mind, (laughs) we hope so too. But we're counting on our team to to make something happen. Now, I get it. We're we're hamstrung in the Senate, obviously, in the executive branch. But I mean, we still got to be pounding in the House, you know, to to get things done. You know, look. My hope is that the American people, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you understand that there is a traitorous element to you using your influence as Vice President of the United States. To empower those that are in economic war against us, empowering them as vice president—that is a betrayal of your country. Forget sure. party; that's a betrayal it's of your treason. country. It's treason. Article two, section four, Constitution. Well, Article two, section four says that there are three reasons for impeachment: one is treason, one is high crimes and misdemeanors, and the other, Brooks, is bribery. There's a foreign, the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Plainly says it was put in place by federal statute in 1970s and modified in the 90s. And it says if you have family members that are receiving funds mm. because of your your position, that's a that's a violation of federal law. That's bribery. 
So I've heard there's articles of impeachment that have been drawn up. Now, it seems like this is, this has happened several times. It seemed like M- MTJ or MTG did it, and then I think yep, I what's signed your name on to, did I signed it. on to HR4. That's correct. I've signed on as a co-author on the one you're talking about, and then Greg Stubbe's introduced one. Uh, I think uh, – I'm not sure if Lauren Bober She did too. Hers, I think so, yeah. So how, where is yep. – is any of this going anywhere? We're, we're hearing about these articles of impeachment through the House, but – so. So we're, the impeachment inquiry process, when I get back in September, we're on August recess. That's why I'm, you know, doing these town halls in this time frame. Um, we're in this process now where because of the Weiss situation where he's been appointed to special counsel, he's created a special um, situation where Comer is concerned that you're not going to have the ability to request bank records before the oversight committee because the Weiss is going to come before us and, and say, I'm sorry, you know, we've got a special investigation. We can't provide it to you. Mm. It's time for us to flex the muscles of Article 1. We're an Article 1 entity, Congress is. And uh, that has to, and, and the founders believed, should trump um, when it comes time to developing legislation, which is what the Congress is designed to do. We need the information to be able to, to craft legislation. And then you've got these mealy-mouthed Republicans up there, like the turtles, like, well, we just got to, impeachment's got to be rare. We don't want to just do that all the time. We've got to get along and go along. And you got all these, you know, like you kind of mentioned, the uniparty Republicans that just, I don't know. I don't know where people like Lindsey Graham are on this stuff. Like, ah, man, it's just, you know, vote him ass, don't mess with it. I mean, it's like, man, we, we've seen, and I see people in our party that are really frustrated that we have no backbone, that the Republicans are weak. They don't have any backbone and they're in, and, and, and people are leaving. I, it's like, man, we, we gotta get something, you know, it's just frustrating. And I know you hear that. Yeah. Look, I'm in the freedom caucus. I said last two weeks ago, when the Freedom Caucus had such influence of pulling the Republican conference to the right, getting out of the National Defense Authorization Act, is garbage. Where the you know Joe Biden turned it into the drag queen story I read and experience with our men and women in uniform. He's subjecting the highest rank to the lowest rank to have to you know be privy to using your taxpayer funds to to pay for intertrans uh, reassignment surgeries. Mm. And, and, and those people aren't deployable. Yeah. So you're recruiting these people. You're you then pull them out of the lineup, and 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 have to be replaced with somebody else. And then for every dollar they're spending money on on their transfer reassignment surgery, you're spending four dollars more in the aftermath of the psychological impact coming out coming into the budget. This is money that should be going to bullets. Wow. Not not this garbage. Exactly. And so you took the Freedom Caucus to have to you know we weighing in heavy, and I said um, to get get that bill modified to where it was truly a conservative measure get that garbage out of there and i was standing in front of that conference with those within the freedom caucus and i said look there was a, a statement by billy graham that said when when a brave man takes a stand the spines of others are often stiffened and that freedom caucus is a spine stiffening organization it's continually saying to the others within the republican conference come on let's let's stand up for the for, for what is truly conservative let's mm-hmm. not just continue yeah. this debt loading this this violation of biblical standards, this this violation of constitutional standards. Let's, let's do what Ronald Reagan said. Let's be a, bo- a, a party of bold colors, not pale pastels. If we're going to attract people to see the difference yes. between, you know, what we stand for and what others are standing for, it's not because we become uh, unto every man what they want us to be. It's because we stand for certain values which should not be moved. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff, Congressman. I like to hear that. Let me let me ask you in our remaining minutes here. You mentioned about a letter uh, you sent to Senator Langford about Planned Parenthood. What's that all about? Yeah, Senator Langford joined me. I'm grateful to him. We are sending a letter to uh, Planned Parenthood and HHS specifically um, saying this is ridiculous. $20 million was used under the COVID era. I had a staff person that found this to their great credit. And uh, that was that was supposed to be hospital specific, emergency specific, not elective procedures. And you got Planned Parenthood, the, the abortion provider, Planned Parenthood. It was tapped into twenty million dollars, and we're asking the questions. You got to be kidding me. How in the world did you tap into twenty million dollars for elective procedures during during COVID? Taxpayer monies. Mm. Uh, you can. You, I'm sure you're not going to be surprised with this, but HHS has not responded to us. Yeah, that's no surprise. Well. Keep doing the good stuff, man. I appreciate what you're doing, Congressman. I mean, I, I, I like that you're out there doing all these town halls and meeting the people where that where it matters, all the local folks. And 
and working hard up there. And uh, gosh, it's just uh, it's it's frustrating. Of course, we talk about a lot here on the program how corrupt things are, and you know, I, I guess it's been that way for a while. But it just seems uh, it seems like we need to get more done. And I know you're you're doing all you can do. Sounds like, and that's that's all we can expect. Yeah, look, it's, it's it's yeah, it's voting the right way. It's voting some place where people can go check. I mean, anybody, everybody's a campaign conservative. Everybody who's Republicans a campaign conservative. What I encourage you, we're listening audience to do is go do your fact checking. Look at true voting records by the time you know a year is 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 up or two years is up, and and don't take people's for what they're doing when they when you listen to them. But look at their voting records. Right. That, and that's what's happened. We've tried, the unit party has been permissive because people, you know, on spending say, "Oh, we got to cut spending, get inflation under control." But what's your voting record on that? Yeah, that tells the tale right there, doesn't it? Tells the tale, man. Well, Congressman, hey, thanks for your time. It's good to talk to you again. Appreciate you calling in and you too. visiting with us and keeping us informed. And uh, Godspeed to where, what you're doing, and just keep it up, man. I mean, keep fighting the good fight. Thanks. Thanks, Brooks. God bless you, man. Have hey, you. Thank you, Congressman. God bless you. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Congressman Josh Burkeen right there. Good guy. Man, sound like he's doing all he can do. Hands a little bit tied, obviously. But uh, good stuff. We'll come back and wrap it up. Well, we're about out of time. Got about a minute to go, and then we're just going to jump into Tradio. We're going to buy and trade and sell stuff with Tricia Bailey. Hey, I want to remind you about the uh, Wendy Chevrolet uh, promotion going on out there. You get the free winter inspection only if you tell them you heard it on the brew, on the radio. It's worth 125 bucks. You got two weeks free inspection. Get your car inspected, 100% free, if you say you heard it on the radio. So do that at Wendy Chevrolet. Um, glad he's on our side, says one texter. Yeah, isn't that good to hear somebody with some some spunk and backbone and fire in their gut? That's why I think it's good to get some of these younger people up there in Congress. Get rid of some uh, Mitch McConnell. You know, these guys, they've, they've done their deal. Mitch, go to pasture. Joe, you know, all the rest of them. You know what I mean? And you get these guys, a little firebrand like old Mr. McKean there. That's good stuff. And Mullen, you know, those guys at Langford. That's what we got to have. I agree with you. Glad he's on our side, too. I'm glad you're on my side. Uh, you're on my side, right? Okay. <laughs> just, just checking, making sure. And we're on your side, of course. That's the main thing. And it's time for Tradio. Hey, we're going to get this up in the podcast world. You guys have a fantastic Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to Brewers Briefing. We'll see you.